Cowboy. I'm Jay Hugs. And it's our first video episode, potentially. Yeah, Who knows? Potentially. <laughs> potentially. Maybe. Maybe. You Maybe. might see us. If this isn't you on video, not. we decided to scrap it. Yeah. yeah. But if it is, hi. <laughs> hey. Hello. <laughs> um, so for the episode, we brewed yet again the Laos. 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 From Mallgrab. It's so La- good, dude. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Mallgrab slaps. It, it does. does. I got to say. We're going to break format a little bit. And we're going to do a Q&A episode. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. I guess that's the da, 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 da. music for the Q&A. <laughs> that's so ominous. Also want to say a huge shout out to our patrons, Josh Rainey and Chris Gravis. Thanks for keeping that rocking. Josh and Chris. Appreciate y'all. Yeah. You're going to support us on Patreon. Welcome it's to only the a dollar fam. a month. Dollar a month. Dollar a month to be a part of the fam. Wow. Part of the fam. Part of the fam. So here's a question from Christopher Gravis. He says... Uh, how do you think photography has been a pro slash con in coffee world in the last few years? Uh, I think like with all forms of art, things progress over time for what people expect from them. And I feel like coffee photography on coffee photography was like the OG Instagram. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like people yeah. were just taking pictures of their coffee. Right. Mm-hmm. Like a decade ago. Yeah. Coffee photography in the last couple of years, I think has taken on more of like a, in the same way that a lot of other photography has, a very uh, stylized genre. So like Journey, for example, I don't know if you guys know who Journey is, but he just did like the Journey Pour Challenge, which was very much like an Instagram-based coffee photography competition, which was pretty cool. It was fun, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's any cons to it at all. I think the only con that it potentially produces is for people that maybe want to shoot the types of photos that they see yeah. and don't have the gear to make that yeah, happen. That's the only con that I see. Same. Yeah. I think for like the community aspects of things, coffee shops have been able to really showcase what it's like to be at their shop because of... Right. You get a mm-hmm. feel for like their aesthetic and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Because you know? it's different everywhere. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when people, you know, when they're looking at like restaurants to go to mm-hmm. what do you do you go to their you go to their instagram you look at their photos mm-hmm. and i mean i don't know if you guys do this but if i go to their instagram if i look at their photos and all i see is just the food right first off i'm like wow that looks amazing mm-hmm. or maybe it doesn't but i'm like that looks great what does the place look like yeah yeah mm-hmm. what i mean because it doesn't always matter but sometimes like you're like i, I want to go to a place with a nice aesthetic or whatever maybe yeah. you're going on a date or maybe you're going out with friends and you're like it's like a birthday or something. You're like, I want a place that looks cool. You want both that had, yeah, good food and yeah. yeah. Put your yeah. hands together. <laughs> <laughs> I want girls on bread. <laughs> uh, I have no idea what that reference was. Ben, ben and I, friends. Oh, okay. Ben and I can speak full sentences and friends goods. It really is impressive. Yeah. This is my personal take on like photography. Someone who like does uh, that like works in like film and TV industry. Mm-hmm. I do more stuff that involves lighting. Right. Right. But I do camera op here and there. And I do photos on the side for stuff. Photo for me is more of a hobby. Mm-hmm. But when I pick up a camera, for me, like I, I'd rather capture moments than try like stylize to stylize something. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. And there's nothing wrong with that. I remember like I got into this kind of heated debate with an old friend, an old college, college friend. His thing, like, we had a green screen behind us because I would throw up like a bunch of flames when he said that. (laughs) An old college friend. (laughs) Um, But so, like, we would kind of get in these debates where, like, anytime I would take a photo, like, he's a great photographer. Mm -hmm. Dude's amazing at what he does. 
Uh, but anytime I would take a photo, he would always like bring up the question, like, I'd be like, oh, look at this photo I just took, like trying to make him proud, you know, yeah. trying to be like, oh, look, you know, my stuff's pretty good, right? And he's like, oh, yeah, what story are you telling here? And yeah. I'm just like, story, I'm just capturing a moment. Right. Like, yeah. The crap. So I was always like, and I think it's just the different types of photographers. Yeah, absolutely. So I think when it comes to, when it comes to coffee photos, I think that's more stylized stuff. And yeah. that works with that because, um, you know, if you're going to capture a moment in that, it's mainly just going to be more about people enjoying the coffee. Mm-hmm. And that's different, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, um, to be honest, I find to be more intriguing than like the stylized setup coffee pour shots. Yeah, yeah same. Exactly. There's, there is like, there's a time and place for those for sure. But they all start to look the same to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's cool to see it, but it's not like, oh, I want to be there. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah. yeah. Something that makes you want to be there. Like if there's people that are enjoying important. the thing, that makes me want to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, I want what they have. Yeah, yeah same. good. Yeah. yeah. I like the question though. Thanks, yeah. Chris. One of our yeah. patrons there. Thanks, well, dude. Well done. What's up? Um, all right. Uh, Casey Connell, y'all ever tried that cat poop coffee? It freaks me out that people are drinking it. No. Oh, cat no. what coffee? Okay. The cat poop coffee. Yeah. There's a certain type of cat that... <laughs> <laughs> there's a certain type of cat and or monkey, actually, where they will eat the bean and it'll pass through them. Obviously, they clean it, sterilize it the whole bit, and it does something to the bean, makes it really good. And it can go for like $100, 100 a bag. I remember this. Mm-hmm. Me and when I was when I was working at White Rhino, mm-hmm. me and some coworkers had this conversation, mm-hmm. and I had the same reaction. I was yep. like, "I'm sorry." I remember we're doing what now? Mm-hmm. I thought you were gonna say one of my coworkers had a cat. Yeah, <laughs> tried to pass <laughs> One of my coworkers would always offer me their homemade coffee, and I don't know. It's just I'm <laughs> super curious if anyone has ever tried that with a house cat. They were like, oh, I'm not paying a hundred bucks for that. I got my own cat. I've got my own cat. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I feel like, I don't know. But I had this lady when I worked at Bongiorno's. Bongiorno. Bongiorno. Arrivederci. (laughs) The company. Name the movie. Friends. No. Oh, sorry. (laughs) It's not a movie. (laughs) Um, uh, But this lady, uh, she met this guy there and one of them worked in the airlines and then she was... She had a bag and, and she was like, oh yeah. And she's telling me about it. And, and she was like, yeah, it's passed through like a cat. And I was like, what? I don't, well, yeah. And she was like, it's like a hundred bucks. And I was like, granted, this is like seven years ago, but. I do want to know if it does taste good. A lot of, I, I have been told just it tastes good. good. I don't, just yeah. good. I just need to know if People are yeah. drinking it and they're like, oh, this tastes like. No. But it's a hundred dollars. <laughs> so I'm going to drink there. it. Yeah. 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 You ever go to those places where it's like, okay, I, I, I do this with steak a lot. Anytime, mm. this is why I don't, like if I go out somewhere, I never order steak because I'll always be like, I can make a way better steak at home. Yeah. Like every time. Mm. Like, you know, and maybe that's just, maybe that's just my taste. Maybe I just found the seasoning and stuff that I like on steak. I don't yeah. know. But every time I go somewhere, I'm just I like. I think it depends where you go. Because I've. There's some places I'm like well, I can make that, and then yeah. there's some places I'm like, well, there are really good. Incredible. There is really good steak out there. I'm not like I'm not trying to dismiss that, but I'm saying like I could definitely make yeah good like everywhere I've been, mm-hmm. I've always been like I feel like I can make better steak, mm-hmm. or I'll top that. My yeah. dad could make a better steak. So do you feel that way about coffee? No, no. Okay. <laughs> 
Not everywhere, I guess. Yeah, same. You know, you know, there are I'm there are definitely people out there way better at making coffee than me. <laughs> so, I do feel so. like no matter how good the coffee is that I make at home, I know there are shops that if I go there, it doesn't matter if I poured the exact same cup, mm-hmm. it's gonna It'll be better. Be yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, yeah, that, that thing too. It's like I can know every little gram. I can know everything exactly. Yeah. Like better than that barista. But when I go there, there it just tastes better. Yeah, you know. Yeah, isn't that weird? That's why I go to shops, even yeah. though I'm trying to save money. Wonder what that. Yeah. Wonder what that's called. What's your next question? Oh, I got a. We got one uh, actually from a good old friend of ours. Mall grab. Oh, Westy. Westy. So he asks, how can you tell when a roaster actually cares about farms, et cetera, or uh, postering? Yeah. Postering. That's a, I mean, Mm. I think that's the challenging question in there is that like, I think a lot of roasters have started to talk about the farms that they get their beans from, how much they're paying them and what the difference in cost is for what they're selling it for and all that kind of stuff. They might detail their relationship with the farmer and all that, and all that's good. And yeah. that's great across the board. Yeah. The question becomes, are they doing that? What reasons are they doing that for? Mm. Right. Now, I think one of the largest roasters in the world, one of the most famous coffee roasters is Onyx. Mm-hmm. And for the longest time, they have done a really great job at caring for their farmers yeah. and showcasing that type of information. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. And You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> um, they're one of the first big ones that I felt like did that really well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there are other smaller ones, like who does that? I think Luminous lists a bunch of their details hmm. really well. Um, Brandywine, I think, lists theirs. Mm-hmm. So I think it is becoming industry standard for mm-hmm. specialty coffee for them to list their stuff. I think that's good. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, yeah. it is the question of why are you doing it? I mean, because yeah. people, I think it's a realization of like, people want to know, you know, where it came from, yeah. or the thing that they're consuming. Yeah. yeah. But also, I think the con side of it is that some people could just be doing that to slap the organic sticker on there. You know, mm-hmm. like you go to the store and it's like, oh, you know, this meat is decent. Yeah. It doesn't say organic on it at all. That's fine. It costs a decent price. Mm-hmm. This meat says organic and it has a way higher price. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know? And this meat is grass fed, free, roaming, free range, whatever. Yeah. yeah. The chicken was doing yoga at the time. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. He went down peacefully. Blah, 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 blah. And that costs $30. Right. Yeah. Mm. Just for me to read all that. <laughs> Not, Not even you interested in shopping here? <laughs> read first and pay us, and then you can come inside. Yeah. yeah. So, do you feel like with coffee, sometimes those details are there so that they can price it in a different way? Maybe. Yeah. It's like I would like to think no. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it's like I would like to think everybody's intentions are good, and maybe uh, that's the maybe that's the starting place. Is think their intentions are good, and yeah. if 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 otherwise, then. You know, I feel like most coffee places, the the intention is good on that. I agree. Yeah. You know, it's not toxic. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good community. You know, people like, I feel like the coffee community is actually one that genuinely like, you know, if somebody starts a coffee shop, they kind of genuinely care about it all. Mm. I think because the uh, kind of on this note, like the margins on coffee business is 
pretty thin yeah. if you're wanting to do it well. Yeah. So like if you step into it, I mean, yeah, you, you have to be passionate about it. It's yeah. not like there's a like a huge ROI on coffee. Yeah. Well, and yeah, and there's not a ton of money into it either. Right. You put a lot more into it than you get out potentially. Yeah. I had that conversation with the uh, couple that owns Fort Worth Coffee Co. Because mm. they had just taken it over from uh, Craftwork mm. last year. Mm. And they were just talking about, you know, we've got our family and we've got baristas and then we've got all the product as well yeah. that we've got to kind of work through all of those things and how to support us, how to support our employees and how to have a good product for our customers. Yeah. And I feel like that's, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a community that really cares about what they're doing, mm-hmm. which is, I think is really cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, when it, when it gets down to it, like the only way I see it not being that is if you take someone who like, is only in it for the money and it's just like, oh, like here's a way to make money. Mm-hmm. I see that everyone loves coffee shops. I see that the coffee industry, that that's right, coffee community, you know, it's both booming, the industry mm-hmm. and the community. Uh, I can totally make money off that, you know? Yeah. And I, I yeah, will if that's say, your starting point, like, please don't. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you're a great business person. You have great, you know, ideas about how to make yeah. money and make profit, but. Don't use something that other people care about just to profit off of. You yeah. Know? yeah. I think if, if anybody's interested in a longer conversation about that, uh, the Women in Coffee episode that I did with Sarah, she worked for a shop that was like an investor shop that got taken over. Interesting. And had a very just like corporate all money in experience and it totally changed it and then it mm. failed. Interesting. I can yeah. say I've worked at a place like that. Yeah. For sure. Good people there, but I will say, yeah, I've seen that in places. Yeah. Um, all right. So Jason Reed at Pick Biff, one of the uh, local legends over at um, Arcadia Coffee in Fort Worth. Arcadia, good place. What a dude. He's got two questions for us. Um, one, I don't have an, a home espresso <laughs> grinder, so I don't think I can. Ant- Do y'all have a home espresso grinder? What, you think I'm made of money? I do. <laughs> I can't answer that question. Uh, but the dream home espresso setup, I have an answer for this. Um, let's see what... Do y'all have an answer for this? I don't. I just want a La Marzocco Mini in I, bright okay, white. Yeah, that Same. is my answer. Because <laughs> I, have, I have the grinder that I want. Yeah. I have the Ode. Got my Poro The Ode just came out in matte white, and it looks <gasps> sick. <sighs> see, like me matte with the... White. Like I love the stark black yeah, with same. white. And so like Matt White sounds like a worship leader. <laughs> <laughs> I think each one of us would definitely get a different colorway. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right. So if I'm getting like bright white, what are you getting? I don't know. Yeah. I cause it, it could change on the day, you know. Yeah. I could either want like all black, matte black, or mm-hmm. you know, I could want like hmm, some like nice wooden grooves or I yeah. don't know. I do like they have like the wooden uh, accents yeah. on them, and I think those look really I, they nice. look so dope. I'd probably stick with the matte black. Yeah. yeah. Okay, then I'll go with something a little more bougie. The old bin would have gone like everything matte black. Yeah. But that was the bin who wore those Adidas sweatpants twenty four seven. That guy was depressed. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> what a he, was, segue. he was in phase three. Yeah. Uh, all right, over to you. Over to me. Yeah. You have another question? Oh, I, yeah. Question. <laughs> you keep forgetting. <laughs> like, over to me. Uh, over to me. What do I And have? over to you, Jim. How's the weather looking today? <laughs> well, if you look over here, it's blue. Oh. And there's like... 
Back to you, Bill. It's blue. Uh, now to Dave with sports. Uh, football. Yeah. <laughs> Go sports team. Sports ball. <laughs> awesome. Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm out of questions. You're out of questions? I'm out of okay. questions. I've got two more questions. One we're going to hit really quick, and then the other one <laughs> we're going to discuss a little bit. Uh, so if you're watching or listening to this episode, uh, No Sleep Roastery is our next giveaway partner. Yes. Which I'm stoked Woo! on. Yeah. Uh, and so we'll announce that giveaway here in a couple of weeks. We will not sleep until this giveaway is over. That's right. The No Sleep, No Creamer giveaway. 72 cool. hours. No yes. sleep. 72 hours. Favorite coffee origins. Go. Oh. So thrown off guard. Oh, my gosh. I know. You go. Uh, uh, Colombia. Yeah? Yeah. I think it's great. I think it's. I think everybody should try it. I, <laughs> I don't know. Ethiopian. <clears throat> really? Uh, yeah, I like. I can't help it. Yeah, I, just I a don't want to be basic, but yeah, wow. they're just great. Yeah, I had I'll a good say one from Bali too. Oh, that's interesting. I mm. will say, I feel like Ethiopia is the easiest to get burnout on. Mm. I agree. For me, for mm. me at least, I feel like others would agree. Yeah, but when I think, go ahead. I think with Colombia. It's so stable that it's not like a, um, it's not a flavor that when you come back to it, it's like, okay, I'm getting kind of tired of this because it's so specific. Yeah. Mm. It's been, it's basic enough that I don't know. I don't feel like you can yeah. kind of just keep going. What are you going to say? I just find myself if I'm like, if I have poor over options and I'm looking at them, I'm mm. like, eh, it's even. It's fine. Does it, that, it doesn't do steer me like, wrong. Do you feel like you do that because you get overwhelmed with all the options? No. Like a charcuterie board kind of thing? No. Oh, man. Do you? I get so overwhelmed with charcuterie. Board. <laughs> I oh just find the gosh. one cheese that I like, right. yeah, and I, I eat that. Dude, I, I'll it, end up just eating the grapes, just the whole night. You yeah. know what will overwhelm me, which is weird, is like not knowing where to begin on nachos. Yes, like where do I go? Does in? Does it matter? No, because but it's for, all the for same. A couple, all for the, like a couple seconds, I'm like, where do, where do I start? Where do you start? Do I start on the edges with it, like it the less cheese? It kind of depends how it's already laid middle? out. Okay, mm. and so here's my rule of thumb with nachos. I find the chip with like just enough of an yeah, edge that I yeah. can grab with the most cheese. Yeah, That's yeah. the qualifier for the first bite. Yeah. Same. Most cheese with enough grab. Same. Yeah. Speaking of nachos, throwing it back to experimental foods. I'm mm -hmm. hungry. Did you guys ever, this is like such like a college desperate thing. Okay. So when I was in college, I used to, uh, mind you, college, no money living off peanut butter and jelly, all right? And, and craft mac and cheese and ramen, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Still so ramen. The, yeah. But, oh, nice. Apparently you can fix a sink with ramen. Another we'll, time. Another we'll, time. We'll, come, uh, we'll, we'll rally back to that. Back. Yeah. We'll, after our 72 put a hours pin, of put no a sleep. Put in that, yeah. After um, no sleep. No, after no sleep. Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag no sleep. <laughs> so anyways, here's, here's what I used to do. I'm so ashamed of this now, but it slapped. At the time, mm -hmm. you take a bowl, you put Doritos in it, all right? You put a ton of Doritos. You get cheddar sliced cheese, like string, like the string cheese mm -hmm. kind of stuff. You d crumble it all over. Mm -hmm. Just sprinkle that all over. Mm -hmm. Get it in crevices. You might have to do Dorito cheese, Dorito layer cheese, you know, to get it like Are mixed in. Are you saying in. Dorito? I'm G hearing a J. J Dorito. 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 <laughs> Doritos are supposed to crunch. <laughs> Man. Anyways. Ah, gosh. I I don't know how to speak. 
So you, anyways, you take this, you have this recipe now, and you're like, oh, okay, so what, that's it? No, you go to the microwave, and you put that sucker in the microwave for like 30 seconds, mm-hmm. maybe a minute, if it needs more, mm-hmm. and that's your nachos for the night. Interesting. And then you can get you can get spicy with it. You can add yeah, whatever yeah. else you want. Sriracha. Yeah, honestly, whatever just... you want to do. But that was the highlight of the snacks in the dorm room. Yeah, that does sound pretty good. Yeah, put mm. some Frank's red sauce on there. Ooh, Ooh Frank's red. Put that on everything. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've, I just I just created a dangerous whirlpool for everybody to fall into. I'm yeah. sorry, but you guys are trapped now. So there enjoy. Uh, Burundi is my favorite. Mm. It has been in the last six months or so. Nice. I had a micro lot Burundi from Olympia, and that kicked it off. And so good. they don't have it anymore. Um, but I found a Burundi from Dune. That's really good. Dune, 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 Dune. I'm seeing it tomorrow night. Fantastic. I know. I so said we I can have it next it. week. Yeah, we'll have it next talk week. about it. All right. Last question. Why does coffee make you poop? Ah. I had to look up an article on this because we question. all know that it does. It, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We finished the episode in about an hour. There you go. Yep. Um, okay. Yeah. So why does coffee make you poop? Coffee is a natural stimulant that helps you stay alert. Um, it may also stimulate the urge to poop. Mm-hmm. Several studies have shown that it can activate contractions in your colon and intestinal muscles. Contractions in the colon push contents towards <laughs> the poop track which is the final section, and there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> so it just pushes everything mm-hmm. down. Correct. And tells your brain like, hey, brain, what, what, brain, what? It's me, coffee. Oh, hey, hey, what? Come closer. I'm, I'm so close. We're right in each other's face. What do you want? I, I got something to tell you. Okay, just say it. You have to poop. <laughs> ah, dang it. Yeah, there you have it. There you have it, and then you have to poop. For me, it's not that subtle. No, no, No. it's it's like, hey, I'm coffee. Like Buster. Yep. Hey. Yep. You guys have to poop right now. (laughs) I'll be working, and it's like, go, go. Oh my gosh. Flush it out. Get it out of here. (laughs) Coffee is like, is like the cops at the party, just busting down the door. Yeah. (laughs) Get out. Get out now. I've yeah. never been at a party. Where kombucha does a similar thing too. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't drink kombucha, so I don't know. Like, yeah, I do if I'm like under the weather. I don't think it's I've a probiotic. Ever had kombucha? There's two different types of bad. kombucha. Yeah, there's regular kombucha, and then there's jun kombucha. Mm-hmm. Regular jun. I think that's how you pronounce it. I don't know. Regular kombucha is fermented with black tea and sugar, and jun kombucha is fermented with green tea and honey. So it's mm-hmm. a Which lot has, smoother. They both have alcohol in it, right? Like trace amounts, yeah. trace amounts. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've never it's had very it. Small. It's really good. Yeah, they're both good for you. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thank you all for sending in the uh, the questions. For yeah. Q and A segment. That was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We thought we might get into more like the relational questions, but we just kind of got coffee questions, which yeah. is fun. We'll we'll get into questions like that later. There you go. Yeah. Good to see you guys. Yeah, you too, man. Yeah. Nice. Good to see your good faces. Good to see y'all. Hey, hey. thanks for joining in. <laughs> Bye. Nice to see you. Thanks Come for back stopping soon. by. Yeah. Like a Mr. Rogers neighborhood exit for you. Yeah. yeah. Come back soon. Come back soon. <laughs> what are you doing here? It's the show's over. Go home. It's always no coffee harm in the making this episode because this is no, no creamer. creamer. <laughs> 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 <laughs>